This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Forever! Dog! Ouch. Oh, wow. Ooh, oh. That is, oh, dear. Oh, wow. Ouch, Welcome back, 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 back again for another steaming, piping, scolding, serving This, of course, is our weekly chat show where we talk about events in our lives, issues in politics, and take a deep dive into the DMs. Yeah. Let's, Let's get into get the yeah. hot boom. I put my gloves on. What do you have on? The lady must reveal. Well, we are doing a very special. We're like we're we've been doing these in Zoom, and Zoom has a feature where we can video record our, our meeting. So, um, I planned a reveal. Um, so should I do that now? Zoom, zoom, zoom. Let me hear you say. <laughs> I do that in my show on the digital. Okay, I'm gonna do it. Give me, give me like two seconds. Okay, okay. Good luck. Okay. okay, thank you. I have safety pins if you need any. I I may need them. I need to get my dancers ready. Okay, okay. Here we go. I'm on the music oh, wow! Your crystal method. <laughs> Crystal method. Oh my gosh! Work. I even have giant fake teeth in, if you can imagine. Wow. Work. Hey yeah. Yeah 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 yeah. Total salute. Thank you. This was my favorite. Um, this is my favorite look from her uh, from her gigorama. So I had to like pay tribute. Gorge. Um, um, I, I'm just in my normal day drags. This is how you look usually on, on the whenever we film tape an episode. Oh yeah, I'm always up in it fully. Like yeah. I have my I have my my steel nails on. I love those. I'm loved. Um, She's gloved and loved. Honey, that's the world we live in now. It's all about the glove. This is the longest I haven't had sex in like since I was 14. Can I just hold this? Is that maxing out? Is that fucking our entire? Well, I mean, I've already fucked our entire production because the little video Zoom thing was in Kane's bag, which was stolen from the front of my production uh, spot this morning. His bag what? was sold with that and a hard drive in it. His laptop and his wallet were out of it, thank God. But Anthony's bag was like right next to it on the table and they didn't take his. But like somebody... Because it dashed. was just a run and dash kind yeah. of moment, probably. And oh like, my God, that's terrifying. People, like 
coming in the door from my makeup area. Like some, I just have this eagle hearing and none of us heard anything. We were filming downstairs and I didn't see the door open because I can kind of see through those curtains because it's like light enough and everything. Oh, wow. I'm like shook. I just got fucking robbed though. You know, because it's really terrifying. Yeah. Podcasting. Have you considered like security cameras in there? Yeah, I bought three for my Palm Springs place, but only needed one. So I'm using, I'm, I need to put, I need to put them in here and also get one of them like ding dong doorbells uh, uh, at the front, like motion things. Yeah. Or those who are out of pocket. Out of pocket productions. For those messy mans. I'm really sorry. Man. That's really terrifying. I fucking hate that shit. You know what though? I could always just do a, up do oh up, yes you do. Can. Up, do i saw on your instagram that you've been uh you've been uh, playing around with uh updos well thank you for noticing my work um like and comment please and subscribe you uh, did like a tape a, a tape what, what was that you just needed to do a blue look and so you did it out of tape yeah i wanted to uh do like a cloud ombre look like how they have like the wall behind my building that you filmed your dumpster video on. Yes. Yes. Stun. Stun. It was. Um, (laughs) It's like the same blues. So I wanted to do like blues like that. Um, And then I had the blue tape from our tape challenge and I was like, let me put some clouds on it. I love that. Thank you. Yeah. You looked really gorgeous. I did. I did. You look nice though too. Thank you. I love doing other people's makeup. It's like one of my favorite. Things. You did my makeup really, really good once. Um, I mean, I love doing other people's makeup on my face. I mean, I love doing my makeup on you because you have a stunning head. Um, um hold on. Can we stop the tape real quick? Um, it, it's this is merely a formality, but um, I just want to make sure you have on nails. <laughs> Bitch. I've hated my nails because it's the apocalypse, ho. And there's fucking people running the streets, stealing bags out of fucking places. And I don't need to have fucking acrylic shit that fucking pollutes the earth glued to my fucking fingers. So I can sit on my living room floor and do drag shows. So. So now I'm a polluter. But these are metal, bitch. So don't come at me. <laughs> don't you come for me. Those are reusable. Yes, had to do, true. Had to do the show twice to win. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know people that did it first try. I can get Bianca in here. Okay, you do that. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, Good I'm luck. sorry, I was robbed. Not my season today, literally. You were robbed like Rock'em Sakura. I mean, just... Uh, no, that is really traumatic and really horrible, and I'm sure you're really fucking shaken up about it. And um, I'm sorry. Are, is your door like locked now? Well, no, I had it open because like I was getting, I missed like mail, and I had like a, a notice, and I of course, and I had more stuff coming, so I was like, well, I need to get my mail today. And I was like, that, I have lockers up front for people, like when they shoot here, I would tell them like use the lockers, feel free. So yeah. like we. Got, there's like there's too many variables when someone's not up there watching a door you know world of wonder has a security guard and i swear they got that guy started the day i moved in that so helping helping and it's a split shift too there's always an eye
Where's Tooth? Frack. We, oh my gosh. Um, we have been uh, part of the uh, part of the digital drag revolution. We've been on the front lines. You have the because trenches, bitch. The deep, dr- dark, taped trenches. trenches. Dra- drag shall prevail. Come, come apocalypse, come pandemic, come shutdown, come economic disaster. We will carry on. Uh I had a weekend of doing a whole bunch of digital drag shows and it was really fun. Um, and we're going to do more this weekend. Work. Are yeah. You, like your one lady shows and stuff. No, I, I made a whole new like sort of moment for this medium. I mean, I, I wouldn't want to do something I had already done on stage because it's so different. The framing's different. The sound is different. Like the whole gig is different. So I just, I sort of set up my house as like, it's very like, um, it's like the Muppets meets industrial light and magic sort of, uh, rigorama. We have three different setups. Well, kind of four. Um, but yeah, I wanted to format it like sort of an old timey, like TV show, like Betty White, Betty White show sort of tease. So we like we tell some jokes, we raise some money for drag queens. Um there's like we product place toys and my merchandise. Like sex toys? What? Sex toys? No, 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 no. The little pound cake doll, which wow. um which I have one right here, and it's available on alaskathunderfuck.com. Ding dong. And I had to add my own sound effects. So that's why I have sound effects with me today. Because now it's uh, n- now now sound effects are a part of my like an appendage. Oh, that was you on the harp, bitch. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, she got tricks. Here I am yelling into a fucking Dell laptop and you got <laughs> you got uh Pinewood Studios over there. But you're so lucky because you don't have to wear these cumbersome earphones, which are just destroying my lines right now. Oh, wait. But... I can hear you, and I don't have this plugged in. I'm an idiot. You're you're doing fine, honey. You're oh. functioning. Jesus You're doing Christ. great. Drag in the pandemic time is hard. I'm about to run out of my setting powder. Semen. Oh, no. <laughs> Um, uh, so, uh, so, um, Oh, do, wait, we do a show. Hold on. Let me get the outline. I just going to keep barreling through this okay. fucking outline right now. Oh my God. Wait, 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 wait. Digital drag right now is having a moment because this, uh, <laughs> this show that I just saw on Monday, it was the best show. It was, uh, uh, Ray Latrice, Queen. Uh-huh. And there were many features. Ada Box was in it. Vicky Box oh God, was in yeah. it. Six was in it. Yes. Um, uh, I forget her name, but it's like Bobby Dysmorphia, I think. Yes. Um, a bunch of girls were turning it, but then Alaska turned it. And she did yes. old school 2008 Gaga. A Gaga song I never even heard, Brown Eyes. I didn't know that. And like I went yeah. in a deep, dark Gaga hole, found, found more stuff. 
but like your your whole presentation, you came with a package, you were prepared, it was clean, it was concise, which is really <laughs> not words to describe, boobar. Um, but you made right. it work and you made it your own. Congratulations. You won the challenge. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah I've I uh, I'm sort of using this like digital drag like we're sort of stuck in our houses and I'm sort of using it as an opportunity to check off things on my, on my drag, like wish list that I ha- haven't had a chance to do. So like being a, being a straight up Lady Gaga impersonator is something that I've always wanted to do. We kind of do it with the $3 bill shows, but this was like just indulgent impersonating, like l- the look from fucking 2008 classic Gaga and it was so much fun and I mean, I'm really grateful to Rhea face that had like the Gaga eyes and stuff your phone at the top of it <laughs> was so cool and I think that you're really doing a good job like helping lead the way with all this and like because the girls are devoted to you and Rhea did Aww. come to Brazil and six did my hair and like Rhea yes. had like Rio de Janeiro backdrops and then Jojo was in like Brazilian colors and then he was twerking in another Brazilian thing and like they worship and like you're doing a really good job with it so salute bitch well thank you I appreciate you so much Ooh, yes, oh. bitch, she might be. This I love, I love when Rue Girls put out music, okay. And, and this is catchy. The, yes, it definitely is. It's very like a cunt, cunt, cunt track for the floor. Just you can walk to it. You can like, uh, you could stomp to it. You could bop to it at the bar. This rainbow yes. spotlight of the week is Miss Widow Von Du. Mm-hmm. And the song is called Yes, Bitch, She Might Be. She Might Be. <laughs> yes, Bitch, exclamation point, in parentheses, she might be. It's not in parentheses, but I just <laughs> love song titles with parentheses. Uh, let's give it a listen because I love Rue Girl music and Widow is turning it out. And so Aurora let's... Sexton directed it. Are you kidding? Work, yeah. Tina. Yeah, she's doing creatives for um, Brad. Hammer. That's amazing. A Queer Tea Award winner. <laughs> Let's give it a listen and we'll be right back. Put your long nails high and repeat after me. Say yeah, yes, bitch, she might be. Put your long nails high and repeat after me. Say yeah, yes, bitch, she might be. The number that you tried to call, unavailable. The person that you're trying to reach, unattainable. First name basis that the check says cashable. Understand the words that are coming out of my mandible. Fuck what you say, cause that shit just laughable. Your opinions aren't cash and your shit's not valuable. How can I put this hand sound practical? If I'm trash and rude is the receptacle, so fuck it. Take two tears in a bucket. Relax your throat while you suck it. Don't try me if your life's on a budget. Cause I'm out of space and you not even in orbit. OMG, yes it is she. I am the one that they call V. I don't throw shade, I just serve tea. And yes, Sweat out they weave, they makeup, they lashes and everything. Y'all ready? Get you some water hose. We go it again. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is an all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time all in one place. 
all on your terms. We all know everything is online these days and it's important to stand out. Good web design will engage your audience. You know it's true. Right, and the business needs a website to feel real. And that's why Squarespace is so important. The good people at Drag Queen of the Year use it with great success. It's true. We did. We said we need a website and we need it fast. And guess what? Squarespace is fast and it looks really good. You don't have to know code or anything. Yeah, Squarespace has Fluid Engine, a next generation website design system. It's never been easier. Start with a best in class website template and customize every design detail with reimagined drag and drop technology for desktop or mobile. Plus, you can easily sell your products on an online store. Whether you sell physical, digital, or service products, Squarespace has the tools you need to start selling online. And the analytics are detailed and very helpful. Learn where your site visits are coming from and analyze which channels are most effective. You can even build a marketing strategy based on your top keywords or most popular products and content. They've got it all. So check out squarespace.com slash drag for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code DRAG, drag. to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash drag. Warmed up. Uh, well, um, my dancers. I'm getting my dancers ready. Um, Okay, okay. well, they better not be marking it how they were at soundcheck. Derek, I need you to uh, watch your turns and check your balance. Okay, all right. Uh, Tell Cindy to check her turn out too. Her eight counts have been honestly really sloppy, and I just I'm gonna have a talk with her afterward. Yeah. Uh, This is a segment which we call. Let's get political. I talk about politics. You know I'm talking about politics, and so are you. So come on. Come on. Let's get political. <laughs> Let's get political. My friend wrote that with it's uh Sarah wrote it, who wrote uh um Levitation oh. on the album too. It's so good. And come like TV. On. Ooh. Talk about some issues. Come on, come on. <laughs> <laughs> She wrote, she got, there's one line in Levitation that's like, uh, Sugar Bear Honey Boo. I'm like, ah, or it's, it's like, it's everything. It's the whole album's turning it. Yeah, the whole album's sickening. Um, you know what's not sickening? Uh, Mm. the Amazon and Instacart workers are not getting benefits or, uh, advocating, getting advocates for hazard pay right now or sick leave. Yes. And so uh, the Amazon and Instacart workers have gone on strike. And we have a little blurb from the New York Times, which reads, On Monday, a contingent of workers who fulfill orders for the grocery delivery service Instacart stayed off the job, demanding greater pay and better access to paid leave and disinfectant. T, good. A group of workers walked off the job at an Amazon warehouse in Staten Island on Monday, and a sick out called by Whole Foods Market were 
workers is set for Tuesday. Last week, nurses in the Bronx protested a lack of protective equipment, and sanitation employees in Pittsburgh stage a protest over working conditions. Uh, and then it goes on to say... No, um, this is me writing. This is not the New York Times. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I, I read that the guy that was organizing the Amazon strike was he was told not to come back in or he had contact with someone who had tested positive. So that's the reasoning Amazon gave to letting him go. Like he disobeyed their order not to, but there's so much more to this. This is crazy because they're, they're the ones on the front lines right now, basically. Yes. And these are services that are keeping people safe and keeping people alive and they need to be taken care of. I mean, especially like, I mean, I'm just thinking of like, in the instance of Amazon, it's like, Mr. Bezos, now is the time, as the richest human on earth, now is the time to, I don't know, use that to make sure that like your workers are taken care of, uh, paid properly, Um, they have disinfectant, sanitation, like, they have these things because because they fucking need it. They shouldn't have to ask for it. No. Like it should be given at this point. He's got so much money. Yeah. And these so people, this is the time. Somebody told me that they calculated that twelve hundred dollar uh stimulus check by basically minimum wage for a week and then upping it by like upping it by forty dollars. It's like eleven eleven sixty. And then they rounded it up to twelve hundred. It's basically minimum wage, forty hours a week. I think it's very not enough from yeah. the higher levels. Uh, and so, I mean, we're seeing a lot of things getting getting down to like the state level and the local level, um, which is like it, it's sort of like uh, well, if the if the um, national government isn't doing it then the states are having to pick up the slack. But like, did you see the stuff in New York with the people watching the the military boat come in, the hospital? It's like, there's people gathering. It's like, <sighs> I don't think that they get the severity of this, but it's it's just, yeah. I, I'm, I've been holed up in my house and like, it's just, it's it's so yeah. isolating and stuff, but you have to do it. Yes, and everybody really needs to take it seriously, and we appreciate everybody who is taking it seriously. Oh my god, um, we kind of all match. It's very like tropical. If we were all like, if we were doing like a Fanta, like no business, like show business number. Very Santrope. Very Santrope. Very love you for you. <laughs> <laughs> love you for you. <laughs> the Milan invasion. Um. So, I mean, in this moment, a lot of jobs that are, uh, okay. Uh, the jobs that like basically keep the systems going and rolling the, the custodial people, the delivery workers, all the people that can afford probably to take off and hold up for two months while they help us with our lives while we're hold away. You know, those people like a giant shout out. I saw some medical staff, uh, applauding um a lady with with the cleaning cart that was obviously working there just as hard as everybody else you know yeah and like insufficient like not the protective gear like i was surprised at how little was on and i was just like 
They need more. Yeah. There's a lady in Belgium that refused uh, a respirator or a ventilator because she was 90. She said, give it to someone younger. I've lived a good life. And like her daughter didn't get to say goodbye to her. Like all that kind of stuff. She just decided. And then like two days later, she was dead. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. Crazy. So we just want to say just a huge shout out and a huge thank you to everyone who's out there uh, cleaning hospitals, uh, custodial workers, delivery people, grocery store employees, and everyone who's keeping the entire country working and, you know, operational uh, while we are in this quarantine. So we thank you. Um, You may be wondering in this time, what can we do? to help uh and it looks like okay let's see let's see what we've got uh, on the drinking list. drinking helps oh my god <laughs> um but donations also help so uh you can do oh man you can you can donate at uh the redcross.org slash volunteer and um um basically there's a lot of kids that can't eat uh right yeah. now in la because they provide they're provided with like two meals a day um, and yeah. the schools are closed. So there's school sites all over LA and Red Cross and uh, volunteers are bagging lunches and basically making them available for like a drive through service with the parents so they could, the kids can eat still, which is um, necessary. The children are our future, teach them well and let them lead the way and all that. That's um, tea. This is crazy for everybody, but like hopefully that hopefully they're not suffering I mean, they have to spend so much time with their parents. My parents would have killed me by now, for sure. Tisha, Tisha Martin Campbell, I saw her talking about her. Her, She's like, uh, fourth grade is going to kill me. Fourth grade? Because I guess her, her daughter or son is in fourth, and that was the one. But like, all these parents have to be like 24-hour parents and teachers now. That's a lot, too. Like, learning to algebra. Like, having to teach a kid algebra and homeschool them on that when they full well know they're never going to fucking use algebra. Yeah. I mean, and you start to see like the impact of this and it's like, yes, of course, schools are closed. So that means the education stops, but things like this, that, that are sort of like the ripple effect of that happening is like people don't have childcare during the day if they have to go to work. So then they also don't have like the food that the kids are getting at school. So like, it's that ripple effect that this really um, impacts a lot of people across the board. And so um, we're, we're grateful to um, we're grateful to the Red Cross in Los Angeles for making that happen. And um, so, wait, what is this about mutual aid networks? I don't, I don't know what, what does that mean? Let's look at this. Like a reach around for a cooperative uh, <laughs> network. That okay. means everybody can discover and succeed in work that they want to um, with support of their community. I feel like it's kind of like a mutually parasitic, but parasite means it's bad. So mutually symbiotic. Is that yeah. mean that relationship thing? Um, like support group and people pool their resources and their knowledges to help people, you know, which like, I think is important paying it forward. And like, if somebody asks for, you know, if somebody, if yes, support. So can we like, can we see an, like, what is an example of this? Okay. So through the humans, H U M A N humans united in mutual Mutual aid aid networks. networks. 
a global umbrella cooperative. All pilot sites and members share their tools, experiences, and resources. Together, we demonstrate that the economy is what we make it. So you can Google mutual Mutual aid aid networks. networks in whatever city you are in. So let's look at an example. Sorry, we're just reading this off the outline. I literally <laughs> don't know what this is, but Big Dipper is helping to educate us and therefore educate um, and the I world. W- I want everybody to Google this at home. Uh, you can Google it and try it. I would, but I have leather gloves on, so my phone won't work. But the one LA one that's interesting is called Ground Game LA. Okay. And they basically use a Google form to create a massive database of people who have supplies and those who need them. So it's okay. a way to directly connect to people who can't get what they need, like baby food or cleaning supplies or diapers if they're into scat play, uh, toilet <laughs> paper, um, like res- like things people need. Like it's okay. basically, it's, it, girl, it's basically going to turn into the Oregon Trail and I'm going to be like, you got some quinine? I got some uh, press-ons I'll, I'll give you. Like tea. And like, this that. is important. And it comes down to the local level because... You know, that's who we have to lean on and who we have to, like, look to in this moment. So, Are you calling me local? (laughs) You're, well, yes, local girl, Tina. I I want a local aesthetic or aesthetic, what is that ever called? Local anesthetic. That. Bitch, and you wanted this. You you were saying, you were saying, I'm a local girl. I'm trying to stay home this whole first part of the year. Remember you were saying that, bitch? Remember when you said that? I said it. Yeah. And it's crazy how things, you know, how shit happens. That it's like I I didn't want it to happen under these circumstances. Let's just put it that way. Um, so uh, we are grateful to Ground Game LA and to all the mutual aid networks out there. So you can you can uh, you can search and see what's going on in your city. And a big thing about them is if you're not able to get out there and like deliver supplies and help connect people you can donate to these places and they're basically organized in a way to get people or get the things that people need to those people i love that well why don't we take a break and we'll come right back We got some listener feedback and someone recommended since we do the rainbow spotlight of the week that we also do like a queer specific like charity of the week. And I said, yeah, you can't dance to that, but it sounds like a good deed. Let's do it. Um, so we got this idea from our listener, uh, Gerson and, uh, Gerson wrote in, he said, dear Sarah, Mary and Winifred, my name is Stalker Channing and I'm a huge fan of the pod and all of you. I actually used to work with Willem wrangling Goku boys at MJ's. And I do believe I scared hmm. Dipper Tintra once when I was DJing after him at the fault line because I was totally fangirling over him in a totally embarrassing way. As hmm. you might have inferred, I am a drag queen, but I'm also a bar back at the fault line. Due to COVID-19, I'm unable to work like other queens and bar staff around the country. Last mm-hmm. week, I heard you give a plug to the fundraisers for bar staffs at the Stud and Precinct, my favorite bar that I don't work at. But I was thinking, since you have the Rainbow Spotlight each week, maybe you could also include a bar fundraiser spotlight on a weekly basis as well at the end of the crisis. Uh, Stalker Channing, a.k.a. Gerson. Uh, like and, Gina Gerson? Yeah, um, G-E-R-S-O-N. 
No, we love that idea. And now that you mention it, stalker, <laughs> uh, stalker Channing, um, you can go to gofundme.com slash F. F. Slash help. <laughs> We're gonna put this on our on our Instagram race chaser pod. Yes. Cast podcast or pod. Race chaser pod is the Instagram. Race chaser podcast is the email. Got it. Help dash uh, help dash the dash fault line dot dash staff. So you can just Google help the fault line staff and go find me, and you will be able to find their um their information and i think it's a great idea because we got to keep the uh we got to keep our community supported so thank you for that stalker channing gina gerson <laughs> uh but as we continue going to spelunking dream into the dream drums Oh, oh my heavens i can't oh. believe there are condors in this deep <laughs> cave it's very strange it's they, very were nest- they were nesting in those wigs you keep on your porch every bird <laughs> from the east to the west every bird will find its nest okay this message is from juan dear willem sonoma alaska airlines and the big d himself in last week's episode you briefly discussed rupaul's fracking in his wyoming ranch it's the story that just won't die okay willem was all willem was all for believing the rumors to be true while alaska was a bit apprehensive sadly it is true those dots alaska saw in twitter weren't just a photoshop hack job but a screenshot from an actual website and non-profit named frack tracker i booked my gigs off of there <laughs> if you go on the website and type in the location of Labar Ranch, Labar. is that like DeBarge? Okay. <laughs> Labar <laughs> Ranch <laughs> in Wyoming, you'll see that the property is lit up like a Christmas tree. Although you don't have to take my word for it, RuPaul admits it himself when he says, quote, we lease mineral rights to oil companies. That That is coded language for fracking. Now, the reason why it's so bad is because fracking pumps large amounts of hazardous chemicals into ground drinking water, poisoning it for decades to come. The neighboring rural and sometimes impoverished communities are the ones that end up suffering with the consequences of these oil companies. Not to mention that oil spills are far more likely to occur in these fracking sites and you can soon start to see why people want fracking to stop. I will attach the Gizmodo article for reference as that goes further in depth on the matter than I ever could. Hope all is well with you lovely, amazing, spectacular people. Stay healthy during these troubling times your insightful musings are the only things keeping me going at the moment keep up the good work juan okay thank you juan girl okay well tina fracking is bad and i think it's good that we are keeping pressure on uh community members on community members i mean someone who's in our own community i think it's important that we're vocal about this so yeah i I definitely agree with that um uh, I just don't want to put my my foot in my mouth regarding anything. So I'm glad I I was. You don't. I thought that was like your thing. <laughs> we'll be back. Cut the mic. <laughs> Cut his mic. Okay. Why don't you read the next message? Sure. This is from Rayon. Hey, ladies. Can you Rayon tell us? <laughs> 
<laughs> Can you tell us any stories of seeing Rue outside of or after Drag Race? Love you. Rayon from Hastings of Hudson, New York. Ooh, and she's oh in like God. this green adore wig, um, uh-huh. uh, nude bra, and uh, a, a, a men's panty. <laughs> yes, it's a men's brief. But Shapely. I am all about women wearing men's undergarments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, can you, do you Have you ever seen Rue outside of the show socially or uh, casually and uh, had a nice moment? Or a good story. Um, actually, yes. Actually, yes, I have. Uh, it was one of the drag cons. I can't remember which one, but I was arriving, and you, you, as a queen, you sort of come in the side door. And as we were walking in, RuPaul was just sitting there by himself at a table, just like waiting to be taken to wherever he was going. But um, so I was like, "Hey, how's it going?" And and he was like wait, I didn't know you loved the Golden Girls. And so we just had a moment and just quoted Golden Girls back at each other for, for a second. Oh, were. That's yeah. lovely. Because she's a big Golden Girls head, too. That's cool. Um, I know I've... you've had experiences as well, probably, that can't be repeated because your lawyer has told you not to. Um, I was trying to think of uh, <laughs> a nice one. Oh, good, and, okay. Good, good, good. Um, yeah, I saw she was walking her bike through West Hollywood from like uh, where the old Starbucks was, where that ice cream place is now at Robertson and Santa Monica. Mm-hmm. She was like near the pavilions and she was walking and I was getting ice cream with Latrice and her husband, Chris. And Chris went, that looks like RuPaul, across the street from like at least 50 feet away. And we looked and I was like, oh, damn. And I videoed it. It was him for sure. And then wow. the, the light turned green and he started walking towards us. And she was walking her bike and she kind of saw Latrice out the corner of her eye and she like looked towards her and then her eyes went to me and I went, nice hat. Cause it said shade on the top of it. Mm. And, um, I did like it. And, uh, she kept it pumping the other way mm. after that. But me and Latrice were just there licking our ice cream. I had some sherbet. Um, <laughs> and it wasn't, it wasn't terrible, but I was like, Oh man, like I, I wish I would have like, I, I wish this whole thing could have played out differently and I could have still liked my idol, you know, but whatever. Ooh, yeah. Cracking. <laughs> well, um, our next message is from William. Dear Allie Mae, her sister Minnie Anime, <laughs> and Faye, Faye de India background. Wow. Oh, wow. This is too much. Okay. This is too fucking much. Okay. Have you been watching Heidi Klum and Tim Gunn's new fashion designer of the year pageant competition award contest competition making the cut? I've just watched the two episodes that are out and I need to talk about it. Who are your favorite contestants at the moment? Mine are Jiwon Choi and Sander Bowes. The esteemed panel of judges is really sickening as well. Nicole Richie and Naomi Campbell go really well together, pro- pro- providing that Michael Kors-esque comic relief and Michelle Visage's brutal honesty, respectively. Though I don't not, like it. Though none can truly replace the truly iconic Michael Kors. She, I, oh, <laughs> oh uh, and this is a quote of Michael Kors. She looks like a transvestite flamenco dancer at a funeral. It's Polly Crape to Shane. Shane! Interested to hear your thoughts on the show. And just remember, never work with drag queens or Muppets. From William with an extra I, a.k.a. William. Uh, first, first of all, I worked at the Jim Henson studio with Detox. 
And they said we were we were not the first drag queens to work with the Muppets. Y'all are uh, the Muppets, so it was for Neil's puppet dream. <laughs> The two of you need to sit in the in the uh, in a box at the theater. And just... Well, <laughs> give us a bag, and we'll get to it as soon as we're done. Um, I, I well, I am distracted by the Muppet. What was their other question? Um, have, have you been watching Making the Cut? Oh, yeah, I watched two episodes of it, and um, I I liked it. Um. I like it too. And I'm going to tell you why. (laughs) I think we're seeing this new wave of shows where it's more about just showcasing the talents of talented, like talented artisans. And I think this is a show like that because all of these designers are established and it's sort of run more like, um, more like it would be as they run their business. So they put the package together and then they give it to their seamstresses overnight and they do that work. So it's not a sewing contest. It's a design competition. So, and the prize money is sickening. It's a million, um, it's a million dollars. Um, so I think that's cool. And what was the other, what was the other one that I, mean, I like it that you're that the winning design is immediately available on Amazon. So they're like dialed into actually like promoting these designers and helping them with their actual careers, not just saying you won. Now go do this on your own, and we get ninety percent of your profits. You know, exactly. it's not Project Runwaying about that. Um, and I like that you know it's a show that's dialed into the world right now and the technology and the you want you just saw it, you want it, you get it now. You know, it's smart. Yeah. It's like girls do a podcast. I think it's like, I think it sort of lends itself to like the evolution of where like, where competitions like these can be going. So like, I would like to see. There's no competition. (laughs) What are you doing? I'm showing the Patreon people the nice things on me. You have a lot of nice things. Thank you so much. I Thank think it's you. cool, though. It's it's a really good show, and I continue. I wasn't impressed. All I saw was a red wig and the same silver dress. Honestly, you pinned fabric. Everywhere, him, him. Yeah, hey, oh my God, that, that girl that just nodded it on that girl's neck. Like, she said, this is disrespectful to be called hot couture. <laughs> Naomi went in. She called them disrespectful for even putting some of those outfits out. She said, uh-uh. She's like, do you even know Gianni? Yeah, like, don't try it with Ms. Campbell. Just it don't. Please that don't. for sure. Um, she will we... end your whole life. Yeah, I liked um, the the other show that was on, uh, was it Netflix? Or Amazon Prime, the one with Marco and Ashton, too. Next in Fashion? Yes, that was the same kind of vibe. Like, it, it, was, it was just about, like, like letting these amazing established designers do what they do and be sickening at it. it yeah. It's cool. I like it. Do you want to read the next message from Kyle? Yeah. Hey, Alaska Willem and Dipperino the Bambino for Cheeto Brown. Deep, deep, deep friend mm-hmm. of the pod. I came across some intel, insert soundboard, on Jan and we her runway intel. from this week. Oh, it's there. Good. This just in, 
from Tuckahoe oh. News. <laughs> uh, Jan and her runway from this week's Cape episode. She performed as part of Stephanie's Child on AGT, doing a fabulous job, might I add, and wore her runway from this week on the show. I'm loving Jan this season. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She changed wigs, though. She took off the purple hat. Uh, I'm loving Jan on this season. She is great, just like all the dolls. Hope you guys are keeping safe during this mad time we are enduring. Thanks, Kyle. We'll put a side-by-side on the um, on Race Chaser Pod Instagram, but I think she looks great. She added the cape and the goggles to make it, you know, she took it to Cape Town for us. She switched it up. She switched it up. And uh, as someone who uh, has been re-wearing the same five garments in rotation for the last um, 20 years of doing drag, I, uh, I appreciate someone who can repurpose, reuse, and refashion a look. Mm-hmm. She looks great. Ding! Ding! Dong! This next message... Spe- speaking of dong, uh, <laughs> this, this next message is from Young oh, Onyx. Hell. Dear Lasker, Lilum, and Dripper Drinta Deluxington Third. recently a lot of people have been recreating my drag face and calling it the Young Onyx Challenge, and I'm loving that so many people are having fun with my makeup, especially during quarantine. My question is, since both of you have iconic faces, where do you find the line between flattery and straight-up thievery? I worship you dolls and love you angels soda king much. Okay. Um, young Onyx. P.S. attaches a pic of my face and the biggest member of the Onyx fan club. A giant dick. Drizzled <laughs> with pre-cum. <laughs> uh, Drizzling. Yeah. I um, love young Onyx's face, though. It's really captivating. The nostrils go up and in, kind of, to form yeah. like this like uh, skeleton snout. Like, uh, <laughs> like it looks like, okay, you know this girl, but um, we can't say her name. Just this girl, she's had like three or four nose jobs where it keeps whittling down smaller and smaller and smaller. Trinity um, Taylor? I'm just kidding. I'm just no, kidding. Trinity Taylor has the- had some of the best nose work, and she'll tell you. Are we, am I allowed to talk about that? She's public about oh, it, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. She, uh, no, she has, uh, or she has a nose career, honey. It's not a nose job. Mm-hmm, definitely. <laughs> Uh, it's established. She's the carver, uh, but this this <laughs> George nose... Washington carver. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think my face is iconic um, enough to to copy, or or anybody would. Uh, yours is, so maybe you could speak on this a little bit. But I have my opinions for sure. Well, it depends because I think it's important to find what your thing is. Whatever that is, uh, if you like a strong eye and a certain type of lip or or whatever, you have you do have an iconic paint, Willem. You have sort of you're always like very bright color. It's always um it's always sparkly. You like to put shiny sparkly shit all over. You can your call it shit. Face. You can call it shit, bitch. You, you enjoy <laughs> that, and it's replicatable. And like, if I were to paint like Willem, I would know how to do it because I would look at your your pictures and sort of go in that direction um but young onyx has this sort of like the mouth is really what gets me because she draws like a fake gap under the top lip that makes it look super pinched and that's drawn in yes oh i saw this online somebody was doing it and i was like why is her lip black 
But this, it wasn't her. It was someone who must've been doing the challenge. I remember seeing this in my explore section. Yeah. It's so funny. So, I mean, when it, as long as you cite your references, I think it's cool to like, to copy and, I mean, I'm dressed like fucking crystal method right now. Like, (laughs) because I enjoy trying out the techniques of other people's drag because it's fun but i also am not saying like look at the amazing makeup that i invented everyone you know like no you jackie have did to... <laughs> exactly <laughs> you have to put out right up front like hey so i'm doing this sort of young onyx sort of thing like here's her tag here's her instagram she invented this and i wanted to try it out so like i think yeah. it's fine to steal as long as you are completely open and honest about stealing I saw this girl named Solana at this at Queer Bar in Seattle and she had on this cute dress and I said, bitch, that dress. And she she's like, thanks, thanks. And then later I was like, so seriously, that dress, where'd you get it? She's like, girl, it's $15 on Amazon and I'm wearing it. So thank you, Solana. Oh, I love you. Yes. Like, drag should be shared. It should be fun. Um, I tried yeah. to hire a makeup artist to paint me once like his signature style and he mm. never got back to me. So I got someone else to kind of do it and it was DragCon weekend and like, he got all pissy. I paid mm-hmm. him anyway. I was like, just to shut you up. Um, oh but I was like, and he, cause he went on this diatribe before even contacting me about it. And I was like, it was DragCon weekend. I was high in a chair. I wasn't on my own social media. And like, what's the problem? You see, I was trying to contact you and you didn't like answer me. You didn't invent the makeup. It's influenced by you, but it's not like an exact copy of you. Like people have been doing Japanimation shit on their face long before you were around. Uh, Mr. Makeup Artist who doesn't want to check his DMs because he's too big for that. Goodbye. Um, so, like, I had feelings on that for sure, but I was like, once it's out there, it's free range. Anybody can do what they want with it. You never know if they saw a picture and then they're like, it didn't have the credit, so they didn't know to tag. But, like, there's all these, like, there's all these people that are going to get butt hurt one way or another. I think as long as you're upfront about stealing, I say go ahead and steal. Do you want to read the next one? Sure. Uh, question for the pod plus D pick. Dear Willem Alaska, and I don't want to be like Dipperella sitting in the dusty, cold, dark cellar. What? I'm a college student and deep friend of the pod. I love listening to Race Chaser and the hot gods ass as I walk to class and do commercial <laughs> and do homework and all that jazz. Oh, I love as, that song. You pro- <laughs> as you probably know, Corona has sent me back home for online classes, which I am less than thrilled about, but completely understand. I'm writing to you to ask how you recommend making online classes more fun and keeping a positive mindset. I go to the University of Maryland in College Park. Yes, it is actually called College Park. And I'd love for you to come here next year and do Race Chaser Live or for the Spring Drag Show or just come in the general to confuse some crap boys. Love you both. And I'm a deep friend of the pod. And I know I said DP, meaning dog. So I hope you enjoy Parker and Nico. Parker is a back lab and Nico is the German Shepherd lab mix. Love you both. And thank you for the award-winning content with high journalistic integrity. Oh, thank you. And those are very cute giant dogs. Very cute. What was this question? Uh, online oh, classes. We... I mean, I think you can make your, your day as, you know, everybody wakes up with the same amount of time in a day and it is what you make it. I, every day I try to like, sweat and stretch and do something creative and like go outside and um like just checking off like moving i think that helps a lot like moving every hour like doing push-ups or hanging upside down or dancing or something stupid i don't know yeah those are definitely important what have you been doing i mean well 
I haven't been taking online classes. I don't know what that's like or what that even entails. Do you do tests or you read I'm, stuff and then do tests? I'm about to start this uh, RuPaul masterclass and I'm sure she, she's going to be testing me. Will you send me your password when you're done so I, I can to- do them? I totally will. I'm, I'm super excited because, I mean, she must have had some good ideas along the way. She definitely has. Yeah. Um, so let's steal them. <laughs> this, exactly. This next message is from Chile. Hey, Lasky, Willem, and Dipperella. I just want to let you know that RuPaul's song, She's a Super Queen, lines up perfectly with We're on Quarantine. <laughs> We're on Quarantine. quarantine. We're I'd love on to hear you. Oh my God, that's really good. I'm going to steal that. And um, so Chile, when you hear this on my digital drag show this weekend, you will um, know (laughs) that I stole it from you. I'm also doing, don't get physical. Yeah. Okay. Stand back, stand back. Oh, that's good too. Okay. You can have it. Can I steal that? Yeah. I do this super medley where I do like one line from like 12 different songs. Oh, I was going to do that for next, my next, well, yeah. Do it. I think everyone should do it because everyone's is different. Everyone sometimes, will think of different ones. Yeah. Sometimes there are repeats. Sometimes there aren't like Nina West did one as well. And I was like, Oh fuck. Well, we all do think alike. Don't we? I want to do uh don't go outside. <laughs> That's good. Stay indoors, please. <laughs> Oh Wait, my gosh. Okay, did you super ever queen. Social distance? I did, and it cut out on my funniest line, so I was really, really pissed. The, You're the, mad. The, the one the line where she's like, um, uh what was it? I think I feel like I already could have told this story, actually. So you mentioned mind. it. You yeah, mentioned it. Like I was Modisha Jenkins after I watched the playback and I was like, this is good. And then it went, my favorite line. Well, to be fair, Instagram has really, it's really hard technically to make it clear and audible and like on Instagram live. It's, it's the lowest quality streaming, I think. It's hard to play music. It's hard to have it be consistent. So you're not alone, but you should just do it again somewhere else. Yeah, just put it on your YouTube. I feel weird just like singing without it being super funny because like I'm not like I don't I don't feel so like you're a par- so you're saying your parody wasn't super funny or uh, I think it was more in the performance <laughs> if you just looked at it on paper you'd be like, oh. bitch. Uh, wow <laughs> now do you think it's gonna come down to people dropping lines or yeah because like do you think they're gonna care that you dropped so many lines or I mean I think in the end what we saw and it edited <laughs> the essence was there the essence of beauty <laughs> deep essence honey. deep yeah. essence uh i would like to go to the next one and this talks about <laughs> post-covid sex needs hey okay. alaska willem and it's dippity doo day for the last year or so i've been seeing Da-day. this older guy i'm 26 <laughs> and he's 40 so i know there's bigger age gaps out there he's not my sugar daddy and he never will be but he's paid for a few things for me because he says he cares about me when we are intimate he usually only has me blow him because he says I'm the best he's ever had that sucked him off. Now, don't get me wrong. I love sucking dick almost as much as Willem, but like, I'd like to get fucked once in a while. It fucking sucks when I douche myself into oblivion and basically starve myself, and then he asks me to blow him to completion, and then he's done. I've mentioned it before that I'd like to get analyzed, and he says, next time for sure, babe. 
but I think in the past year, he's only actually fucked me four times. Anyway, I just really like to get some action after this whole debacle is over, and I'm not sure how to bring it up again. Honestly, right now, I'm just praying he's extra horny from being sequestered. I'll gladly take any advice you have. And what to do and next. And what to do next. Sincerely, the Canadian oral sex demon. <laughs> Here's a picture of my penis. Oral sex demon! Oral sex demon! Um, uh, so, uh, I have advice on this. My advice is that you have been together, it seems like, for an established period of time, which is great, and congratulations. So... I mean, communication about these sorts of things is really, really important. So sometimes, and it may not be romantic, but it is very practical. Sometimes you have to schedule anal sex because honestly, there's a lot of preparation that goes into it, especially on your end. And it sounds like you're frustrated that sometimes you do all that preparation and then he's not, he's not like prepared to go there with you. So what you need to do is you just need to like decide like, okay, this day, this night, you are going to fuck me in the ass. I am going to go through all the preparatory um, preparations. Rituals. From from A through G. (laughs) Sacrifices. I'm going to do them all. And then we're going to like agree to go there with each other. And then all the other times you can, you can suck it, but it may not seem like romantic, but it actually, it actually kind of is because you both are like on the same page. There's no guesswork. There's no surprises. Like you guys are in an established relationship and you guys that's don't have clowns? one of the benefits of that. <laughs> Do you have any advice for the Canadian oral sex team? <laughs> yeah. I say go in there with a Thank fucking you. plug in your ass and then start pulling it out and like go and ask the mouth with it and then put it back in. He'll get the idea. And you show him what you want instead of talking about it. He'll know. Okay, well, I guess... Put some maple candy up there as a surprise, too. One of those little maple leaves that melts in your mouth. It melts in your south, too, bitch. This is why we... um... This is why we, uh, you could do the Aiden Zane butterfly in the mouth, except it's a maple leaf in your ass. <laughs> yes, for sure. It's a suture. It's a stitch from a fissure from three months ago. Uh, See, this is why we make a good team, because our, our advice is complementary to one another. Yes. So um, uh, we want to thank you so much for listening to Hot Glass. You can send your questions to us, racechaserpodcast at gmail.com. Nothing is off limits. Good <laughs> Oh, God, the Falcons are back. Good questions and nudity get nude priority. Ooh, show us your Falcon breasts. Um, <laughs> uh, we have bonus video content available at patreon.com slash Willem. You can sign up to be a patron and support us there. If you, you go to Rave, you hit there and you search hashtag race chaser and you can see the video that we just recorded of this episode where we're fully dragoonzled. Yes. Elegant beauty. Yes. I'm Elegant. appearing in the illusion of Crystal Method from the Planet of the Capes Challenge. And you, I am you, Crystal Summers from Dallas. Right now. Exactly. And you can send us uh, on, oh, the Patreon link is patreon.com slash Willem. Mm hmm. 
And uh, you can follow us on Instagram at Willem at the only Alaska 5000 and at Race Chaser Pod. And we will be back next week with more piping, piping. steaming, scalding, boiling. Hot Goss is a Forever Dog podcast. Produced by Big Dipper. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Mixed and mastered by Will Pitts. Our theme song is graciously provided by ATF Enterprises. This goss is hot. Hot.